What up, GWB Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a Friends episode. We have Monica, we have Rachel, we have Phoebe, we have Ross, we have Chandler, and we have Joey. So how you doing? I'm telling you, this episode is fantastic. We don't actually have any of those people, but we have Josh, we have Winston, we have Marissa. We talk about the TV show Friends, but we mostly talk about friendships in real life. We talk about friends for a reason, friends for a season, and friends of a lifetime, and what are the qualities and, and why those people are so important to your life. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to love this episode, but please, before you listen, make sure you go and get your Great White Buffalo merchandise. We have comfort color t-shirts. We have a green one and a red one. They are hot right now. People are buying them like crazy. So go to our Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast on Insta, and we have a little form that you can click on. You can go, you can order some of those. We also have stickers. Stickers are fantastic. People put on their laptops, they put them on their cars, they put them on, you know, uh, their water bottles, their Nalgene's. So make sure you get your stickers, get your t-shirts. They support the podcast. We're just trying to buy, you know, better mics, better equipment, and so it just goes straight into our fund to support the podcast. So we appreciate all the love and support. Make sure you join the herd, like us on Apple and Spotify, write us a five-star uh, rating, and write us a review. It helps us out a lot as we get noticed by bigger and bigger channels. We love you. We, we're so appreciative of the support. And shout out to my brother, Will Mayfield, who just came home from Afghanistan. We love you, and he'll be on the podcast real soon, and we're going to do some Mayfield brother time on the Great White Buffalo podcast. So excited. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you for joining the herd, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of GWB. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day's done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the great white buffalo, the great white buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. What up, GWB Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mayfield, and today we have an incredible lineup. I'm so excited. These are my friends. I've known them for a very long time. In my wingman, in my co-pilot seat, I have Miss Marissa Moore. What's up, Marissa? Hey, how's it going? I'm so excited you're here. <laughs> she is smiling. She makes me so happy she's here. She's so bubbly. Over there in the guest of honor seat, I have Mr. Josh McKeever. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's up, Great White Buffalo Nation? Yo, McKeever. <laughs> God, so, oh, this is so exciting. And in the wild card seat, in the outsider seat, he is a man who can do whatever he wants. He's Mr. Han Solo. It's Winston Hunter. Echo 3 to Echo 7. Han, old buddy, do you read me? <laughs> also, I want to say uh, Marissa is a winged woman. Yeah, wing, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said we, man. I no offense to the genders out there. Yeah, yeah. We're not trying to offend anyone yet. So <laughs> today's episode, minutes. This, is a, this is super exciting because I have three of my like close friends, and you're thinking to yourself, ben, are we really that close? Yes, we are, because I love y'all. Y'all are incredible human beings. Y'all are, are just, just full of knowledge and wisdom and joy, and I'm so glad y'all are here. And I was thinking about an episode, what we could talk about, what we could t- uh, dive deeper in. And friendship kind of comes into my mind. And what about friendships? What makes a good friend? What makes a bad friend? What is more meaningful friendships? What are surface level friendships? What are friendships that have gone through some rough patches but have come out the other end because on some level there's a mutual connection. There's a there's a common goal. There's that love there that's deeper than maybe, you know, deep roots can get reached by the frost sometimes, you know. And so 
from the ashes, you know, a fire's woken type thing. Um, that's a poem on the back wall of there. I was quoting. So mm. I all heard this quote a long time ago, and it says, sometimes you have friends for a reason, you have friends for a season, and friends for a lifetime. And we also had the sh- show friends. Um, so we have different types of the TV show friends. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this like, one of my favorite shows. So friends for a reason, friends for a season, friends for a lifetime. We'll start talking about friends for uh, a reason. And I was thinking about friends for a reason are those type of friends who have maybe have been in a, a smaller, maybe not a time-wise, have been there for a super long time, but they were there to make a significant impact. They were there for a reason that maybe guided you the right way, maybe they taught you something, or maybe they loved you when you needed it the most at that point, but they're not really there anymore, not because y'all had like a big beef or big falling out, but they were only there for like a reason. And that reason was whatever it may be. Um, and so I was wondering what y'all thought about those type of friends. Do you, Can you think of a friend that was there for like a reason? Does that make sense? Are y'all with me on this? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. So, Ben, you make a really good point. I mean, like when you're talking about, you know, maybe they're not, you said you're not in their life. You're not, they are not in your life anymore. Maybe they still are in your life. Maybe you still are friends, but you're not as... Um, maybe you wouldn't call them, you wouldn't put them in your inner circle. Yeah, right. But at some point in your life, I think everyone can say that there have been people, um, in their life that they love that they still wouldn't, that they wouldn't necessarily put in their inner circle, you know. They were there for a very specific reason, and everybody can probably think back. It's a tough thing to pinpoint because I think that when you were to ask, you know, an arbitrary person, you know, tell us about a really meaningful person in your life. Right. Most of them don't think of those, you know, people on the outskirts of how much they influenced you. You know, like if you were to ask me, you know, tell us about me, like a friend for a reason. The first thing I'm going to do is think of people in this room, you know, other really close friends. And so it's kind of difficult to pin down um, that those people throughout your whole life. Right. um, Well, I have one in my mind, though. Like for my when I was thinking about this is my buddy Trent. Trent was a guy I worked with in Texas. We lived in this house, and this house was designed. It had like eight different bedrooms and eight different bathrooms. There's a common living space. It's a, it's a environmental education type, you know, facility. And we were there, and Trent and I didn't know each other before we got there. Uh, I don't know. Was did you meet him? The long hair, yeah. beard guy, mm-hmm. redhead. Um, no, not redhead at all. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't know. There's a single redhead person on staff. Um, no, no, no. You, I think you met somebody else. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, but anyways, blonde tr- hair. Blonde, no, it was definitely <laughs> brown. It was definitely brown. <laughs> anyways, yeah, I met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His name was Trent, and Trent was an atheist, and I was, you know, a devout Christian. Um, not the best of best, but you know, try to be the best I can. And when we were there for the whole, you know. Uh, uh, season was like you know from like August to November, and I was there and I was learning about who I kind of who I wanted to be, my faith, and he. A lot of times we bonded really well, but we kind of challenged each other's and our beliefs and way we would approach things. You know, we had some commonalities of like we should treat people kindly. I, th- you know, mine was because God calls us to love one another. He says, well, we should do it because. You know, it's the decent thing to do. And, like, so we would come together and, like, get to learn each other. And he, you know, there's a scripture talking about iron shopping iron. He, like, made me a stronger believer because I had to actually look at my beliefs and go, why do I believe in those things versus just go, oh, it's kind of what I've always done. 
And so I appreciate it. I don't keep up with him now. Like I don't know what he's up to. I don't know where he's at in life. But it was definitely a reason that he was in my life, and it was to make me, you know, I feel like more equipped to be a better better Christian or a better person. Um, and I really love him and appreciate him for that. So that's kind of the example that I was thinking of um, when it comes to a, a re- he, the reason I feel like he was in my life was to make me uh, just more knowledgeable about my faith and not just willy nilly with it, uh, hmm. and that was really cool. And he was super kind about it too. We weren't like we weren't we never like fought or yeah. had like you know big fights or anything like that. It was just like a, a intellectual conversation or a really good heart to heart type stuff. And he loved his cinnamon whiskey too. So you gave him some of that. He would always talk to you about whatever you wanted to. So whiskey does it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I when you say that, I was trying to, I was listening because I was trying to think back to someone who maybe I would classify as a friend for a reason. And it's hard to think about that and to think like maybe they're not in my life anymore because I do feel like those people that have been so influential, maybe I haven't kept up with them, you know, day to day or even month to month, but I do eventually try to reach out and, you know, just check in because they were such a pivotal person in my life and so like someone I think of was my sophomore year roommate um and she just she loves really fiercely and like really hard and um I just for me like that was something new and she wasn't really about personal space and and she liked to challenge me to think deeper and we had you know tough conversations and she really taught me how to love better um and so <clears throat> she's someone I think of um, because she did challenge me a lot. She aggravated me a lot. But, you know, I grew from that relationship. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's yeah. a really good example. I think for me, um, I'm going to go all the way back to high school on this. I had a really good friend in <laughs> high school named um, Reed, Reed Garzone. Great guy. It was really funny. We hung out a lot in Is high he a redhead? <sighs> no, I don't think you met him. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I knew it. Oh, wait, maybe you did meet him. Yeah, is he a blonde, maybe? No, he had brown hair. Ah. But yeah, you met him. Okay, yeah, I met him. Um, yeah. What's with the, the hair? <laughs> I think we were friends because um, now, especially as, you know, you get older and you cherish your the people in your life more and more and more, um, I think it is also very humbling and peaceful to think about friends that y- you considered at the time to be your good friends that currently aren't anymore. And there doesn't have to be a reason for that. And Reed and I, I mean, he just, we went different directions. We don't, we, I don't get to hang out. We don't really hang out when I go home because right. he's moved off. And I think it's really important to think about that you can have friends. I, I think thinking about him a lot has taught me that the reason that we were friends was just to bring some joy in that time in my life. And, um, in high school and, you know, we got closer our junior and senior year and hung out a lot and had a really good time and cut up back and forth in classes. And, um, there is, there really is no reason that we're not friends now, except we just, life moved on. Well, and I think it's yeah. kind of peaceful to think of, to really cherish that and not, and, cause our whole life, you know, like 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, I'm going to have different friends too. I'm going to have different friends that I consider really, really close friends in that inner circle. And, you know, your whole life's always changing. And, you know, your your jigsaw puzzle pieces are getting taken out and put in. 
And so I think, you know, you're talking about friends for a reason. What is the, uh, the reason teaches you something. And I think in this case for me, I'm going to go back to um, a good high school friend that just brought me a lot of joy and life moved on. And that was just kind of it. And the more you think about it, you got to think about there doesn't have to be necessarily any animosity in, in not being friends anymore. Yeah. And that's just it. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, kind of going back to somebody that comes to mind for me is, is somebody that's still in my life. You know, I talk to him you know, every week or every couple of weeks. We, we text pretty often, and, but we're not in each other's lives like we were at the time. Um, it's my friend Taylor. Um, shout out to Taylor. What's up, shout Taylor? Shout out to Taylor Podhauser living in Birmingham, Alabama. Come on. Behan, baby. Let's oh, go. Old T-Pod. He went to Alabama. He's a huge Alabama fan. He used to give me a lot of crap. And he'd send me. That's the end of the we podcast. We work for the same company. Yeah. <laughs> Roll time. Gosh, go dogs. Roll go dogs. Come on. Um, go Nighthawks. We, we work for the same company. He used to send me um, videos of that. Uh, what was it? 3rd and 17th, 4th and 17th, whenever. Alabama in the national championship threw that like long bomb uh, touchdown pass to win the game at overtime against Georgia, and he used to send it to me all the time. He'd be like, hey man, check this clip out. Remember, it was this? almost like I got. <laughs> it was almost like getting rickrolled, but it like just hits you like a it lot. It was just harder. Alabama. <laughs> it was like y'all got like seventeen national championships, and Georgia has two. Just let us have one more, y'all. Come on. Now. It's like when you're laying in bed at night and you remember that really embarrassing thing you did like twelve years ago, and it. Just makes you feel bad. That consumes my thoughts, not just at night. Every <laughs> single moment of my life. Anyways, no Taylor. He uh, he was just a good dude. He was just um, we we both worked for the same company. We started with this company called Ryerson, and they had this training program up in Minnesota, which is a wonderful state. Minnesota. Um, <laughs> it's not so much during the winter, but you still find fun things to do. Um, Inside. And, Inside, <laughs> yes, and outside. Uh, there's some cool stuff. We could go to that a different time there. Um, but I'm I'm from Macon. Um, Taylor was from Johns Creek. Just two Southern boys up there, and we just kind of clicked and hit it off because you know you birds of a feather stick together, you know. And something I learned from him is you know I find myself being consumed with what other people think and like. Oh man, I'm doing this. Well, I wonder what other people think. Like, I may like this, but people might think I'm weird because I like to do this. And Taylor just kind of taught me, like, screw it, do what you like. Like, don't care about what other people think. Like, if you, um, if you like this article of clothing or like you like this brand or something like that, screw what anybody else thinks. Like, if you like it, you like it. If they don't like it, then their did, thoughts can't affect you. And did that let you live like some freedom of life? Yeah, it, it definitely did. And and. Um, he was just one of those people that, you know, like I said, I, I feel like a lot of times I overthink so many things, and he's just like, do it. Just just do it. Like, you, you're going to think about it, and you're just going to do it anyway, so why don't you just go ahead and do it so you don't waste your time. And uh, like I said, we still keep up with each other. Um, after the program that we were in, we got moved to different cities. I'm in Atlanta now, and he's in Birmingham, and I went and saw him recently. But, yeah, no, it – um. It's, it's definitely somebody that I appreciate. Like I said, I, I still try to keep in touch, but it's hard. You know, we used to hang out every single day. Like right after work, we'd go home and like we'd go to Cabela's and just walk around and BS and look at hunting stuff, or we'd go to a park or something like that. But you know, it's it's hard, you know, having friends like that that teach you such good lessons, and then they're not in your life anymore. But well, and that's the thing. Like if my buddy Trent, like if he were to come in today. 
I'm going to talk to him, hang out with him. You know, I'm not like avoiding him or you know, you know, it's just for a reason. But it's just kind of interesting to think how people in your life come in for a particular reason, and like that reason may be super, you know, beneficial like later down the road, and you just don't you don't see it until it happens. You go, oh my gosh, how did that? You know, Josh having this freedom of like. I don't need it. I don't care what other people think about it. I don't care what society or these jerks or the people who want to nitpick. I want to do me. I'm going to beat to my own drum or, you know, me and my faith or you with like your conflict with your roommate or your old buddies from high school. It's like these guys and these ladies have like really helped us, but we didn't know it at the time necessarily until later on. And that leads to the next like type of friendship that I was reading about is these friends that we have for a season. Now, season could be a lot longer. It could be a couple of years. It can be, you know, a year. But this are for a season, and we don't necessarily just like, you know, the reason people, not that I wouldn't talk to them now. The season people are the people who maybe were your college buddies, you know, or maybe they're, you know, your work buddies from work, or maybe it's from a summer camp, or maybe it's from something, a different era, or different, you know, particular reason why you got to know them and how you became friends with them for a season. So what are some like positive friendships that you have or some really cool friends that you, you know, maybe don't keep up with currently necessarily like but not like disengaged. And what were your seasonal friends? I know I'm like I'm looking at Winston, I'm thinking you probably have tons of Camp Glisten friends that you knew for the four summers that you were there or five summers. Mm-hmm. And like he knows all those people and you don't necessarily text them every single day, but you probably have just like a whole you know, a posse that you could, like, text if you needed to. Yeah, that's true. I think everyone probably has a lot of those friends from summer camp or... Fraternity brothers. Fraternity brothers. Living a year abroad, you meet people or, like, um, you know, go into a different city for a certain amount of time, um, your friends for a season. And I think one of mine was... uh, I lived in Boston for two months, and... It was a very odd rooming situation because I just found a place on Airbnb that was an open room in an apartment. And it turned out all the rooms in the apartment were Airbnbs. And, um, but it, it was a company that owned the place that was meant for not like year leases, but, but also not like short weekend trip Airbnb. So it was, they meant for it to be a couple months at a time here and there or something. And so I found that Airbnb moved in. And the other people in the Airbnb, we were all kind of friendly, but there was one guy um, from Puerto Rico named Alejandro. <laughs> Alejandro. I walked in and uh, Alejandro. I walked in. He came out of his room. And was like, "Hey!" And he came up to me and shook my hand. I don't. And I'm like, "I'm, I'm sorry. What was?" That? And he said, "Alejandro." And I'm like, "Oh, that's your name." But he said it so fast the first time. Hey, Alejandro. And uh, I, I, a couple months later, I told him that, and we laugh about it now, but. He was just my one. He was my friend in Bo- when I lived in Boston for those two months. That um, wasn't a work friend because I was there for work, and um, he was really the only friend that I hung out with multiple times on multiple occasions that wasn't um, in the company, and um, it just made my time easier. You know, we got to. Um, he was in grad school. It was. Uh... Northeastern, I can't remember. Some not a college in Boston that I can't remember that wasn't. Is it Harvard? Harvard. Was Harvard. It, oh, Boston College. Is it, there's also no, no, no. Boston Technical School. Maybe that's what it was. MIT. 
MIT. Is that mm, what you mean? No, 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 no. no Alejandro is a great guy. That's in Minnesota. I, I go back to Boston every couple months. And um, I always try to hit him up, grab a burger with him. Alejandro. Um, he's a good guy. That's and cool. It was just like a short season where we were friends and like, except when I'm in Boston or if he ever came to Atlanta, probably never really going to see much of each other. Right. But. Yeah, I guess I think when I think of, like, seasonal friends, I think of, like, situational friends, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, for me, I think of when I lived in Nashville for um, three months and did my internship there. Well, you were in Nashville for three months? Yeah, yeah. I'm a terrible friend. I didn't know that. It's okay. A lot yeah. of people don't know that. But it was it was really fun. It was Ben's first... your friend for a reason for reminding you that he didn't know that you lived in Nashville. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm a terrible friend, so no, no. I appreciate it. Don't, don't speak those we'll words. We'll get to that later. Don't make me a seasonal friend. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, cool. Thanks. My seasonal friend is uh, Ben Mayfield. Oh, Ben, by the way, we're not really going to hang out much anymore. I mean, the season is over, y'all, so I appreciate it. All right, well, you're about to become a seasonal friend if I'm you sorry. don't let me finish my story. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Freaking oh, let him have it, Marissa. God, Good Lord. Y'all shut up. Right. Well, yeah. Nashville, so, cool. Anyways, Nashville. Yeah, my first month was there was really hard, though, um, because I loved my job, but they would only let me work so many hours. And so <laughs> for a lot of <laughs> for a lot of the time I was spending time by myself and I was just trying to figure out how to fill my time. And anyways, y'all are so distracting. Um gosh, I'm losing my train of thought. Well, so anyways, some of the other interns, um, I ended up making friends with them and then also my roommates, they were you know, quite a bit older than me. They were in their 30s, and um, I ended up really bonding with them, and um, I got in really well with the Catholic community there and started going to a Bible study, and um, we all started going swing dancing on Saturday nights. And then... Um, That's awesome. Yeah, from that, like, we just all hung out weekly, and it was so great because it did create a community that I needed. Mm -hmm. um, but it was definitely a seasonal thing because... You know, I was only there for three months, and then once I left, um, everybody kind of moved on and and kind of went after what they wanted, and so we're all in different places now. But, you know, with social media these days, it's easier to kind of keep up and see what people are doing. And um, so occasionally there are a few when I go back to Nashville. Um, I'll text them, and we'll get coffee and catch up. And um, But that's a time that I think of when I have... Have you heard of uh, Belmont United Methodist Church? It's like in Nashville. It's I've heard of Belmont with, University. Yeah, Belmont University. Yeah, well, I thought it was a Baptist college there. The Belmont Bruins. Oh, it actually know. might be. Yeah, I don't know. We stayed there this past summer. We did a mission trip, uh, and we stayed in Nashville one night, and we oh, stayed cool. at that church. It was, Nashville's a cool city. Yeah, it's gotten a lot bigger since I lived there too. So it's growing. How long ago did you live there? Um, it was summer of twenty. I think it was. Oh, Marissa, your voice got. It was. Either I was trying to guess. I it was to either guess. twenty summer of twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. I'm. Tr I can't. It's definitely twenty. Actually, mm, yeah, it might have been twenty fourteen. Twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a thousand dollars on it. Twenty. Yeah, it was twenty fourteen. Okay, I just won a thousand dollars. All right, cool. Shoot. Um, that's cool. That's cool though. And Josh, what about you, man? Do you have some friends that you've had for like a season that was just really beneficial? Yeah, I had. Um, I'm going to go back to Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, my time in Minnesota, uh, just because it was such a recent, like, just pivotal. point in my life that was just really pivotal. just a big point in your life. I mean, moving away that long, it's it's like four it, hours away. 
It's like 20 hours away. Uh, but You were there winter of, let's see. 03? Anyway, so uh, whenever I moved September. up there and, and the group that I worked with, it, again, it was this training group, and uh, it was like being in college again. It was about 20 folks that were kind of fresh out of college. There were a few folks that were a little bit older, but it was an entry-level position. We all lived together in these apartments that they uh, – Helped pay for the the company helped paid for and uh, again it was it was like college again you going to work with these folks and hanging out and living with them afterwards is like going to class and hanging out and living with them after class and, and school and so there was this one guy uh, Freke he was my roommate and in, in college, or, <laughs> college in Minnesota and was he part of the program yeah he was a part of the program did they put you like did they give you housing and put you all together or that's just... what I just said. Oh, I didn't know they did housing, though. I'm sorry. I misunderstood that. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, no, they, they did put us together. Um, every, you live with somebody in the program. Oh, um, okay, okay. And they put they set up the apartments that you lived in. But my, my roommate, his name was uh, Mfreke Obad. Uh, he was born in Nigeria. Um, and whenever he was 10, he moved to England. And whenever he was 15, he moved to America. And um, he currently resides in Birmingham. And that's where, kind of where he grew up in his time. And, um, I, just because it's Alabama, Alabama is in Tuscaloosa, you might as well just say "War Damn Eagle" if we're using the state. Can you also not or that, or that other big uh, that Alabama college nah. mascot? You looked at me, so mm-hmm. I thought it was my cue. <laughs> just say real time. Yeah, uh, go dogs. Freke, if if you ever like look him up on Instagram, he he looks like an Instagram model. It's just this big. He's like six foot five or so. Just big muscular dude. Just looks he, he's always dressed in nine super about you know wearing uh wearing like the newest fashions and, and stuff like that he's a super hip dude and what'd you say his number was i'm kidding uh, <laughs> oh marissa I'll, I'll talk to you after the show he's going on a hot day he's a sweetheart but he i a sweetheart he, he really Things was didn't freak a eh? um I, I didn't really know what to expect <laughs> um and we started living together and, and we weren't the best of friends while we were there we weren't the closest we didn't hang out all the time but he was just somebody that was in my life that was just always a positive influence. He always, you know, brought things deeper, and he was always kind of serious. And he liked to joke around, but, like, whenever you'd get down, he'd be like, oh, man, this is you know, for this reason. And he was he was really into his faith, and um, he was just a good guy that, that was there in, in the time of my life. Something that, that was quintessential about Freke, one memory that I think of that I think, this describes Frank A and, and everything is he was at Walmart and he was getting some groceries and I texted him was like, Hey man, we picked me up like a Coke or something like that and he comes back and he hands me two and I said, Dude, why don't you give me two? Like I just wanted one, like you didn't have to do that and he was like, Oh man, I figured you might get thirsty later, so I just went ahead and bought you two. <laughs> and like it was just he has this dude That's just the has the biggest yeah. heart. Like he just thinks about people and cares about people and um, you know, I don't keep up with him all that great. You know, I text him maybe once a month or so. And next time I'm in Birmingham uh, visiting Taylor, like I definitely want to hit him up and see what he's up to. But yeah, no, he was just a really good friend during that season of my life. A really good roommate. Um, you know, it just one of those people, you know? Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. That's cool. And I think it's just, you know, we talk about these friendships and we're talking about like these little testimonies of all these different people in our lives for a reason or a season. It's just because friendships 
and the communities that we make are are super important to keep our health, keep our spirits up, keep the positivity, know that we're not living life alone. It's good to have these connections and these bonds. Uh, what is, and this is like, we don't have to go like one by one. Y'all just like throw out whatever you want. Who are some friends that you know like, hey, I'm going to have this friend for a lifetime? And not just like, maybe not just the person and how you met them, but like what is a quality? Like this person is a lifetime friend because of this. Or this is a lifetime friend because of this or whatever they've done. Um, and how does the listener who's listening to these stories and listening to these people who are hopefully thinking to themselves of their friends and the friends they've had for a reason or friends they've had for a season, what are some of the qualities they're like, I want a lifetime friend. I want someone that I know is going to be thick and thin. What is What are some of those qualities that you see in the person that is your lifetime friend? And we'll exclude all the people in this room because I know like we're all going to choose each other. Yeah. So let's not choose yeah. those people. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go first before somebody takes us. Garrett Queen. Queen. William Garrett Queen is is my answer. All right. So okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. One of the greatest human beings. Now, we, I've we ever can't met. fight over him because then he'll get a big head. He yeah. already has a huge head. Uh, it's is <laughs> honestly ginormous. It it runs in his family. His uh, little <laughs> nephew has a huge head. He got really mad when Winston told him he looked like uh, brain, brain from Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awful. Also, he's five foot five and five, five foot. foot of, Wait, the baby is? <laughs> the baby is huge. <laughs> no, Garrett and Garrett he's is five, five foot, foot five, five, but four foot eight of that is his torso. No! <laughs> And then oh another eight inches is his head, and then about an inch of legs. <laughs> I love Gary. I love you, Garrett. I love Garrett so much. I'm six foot five, and when we sit on the ground, like on our butts on the ground, back to back, I'm like two inches taller than him because uh, his torso is so, so long. <laughs> Continue though. We Sorry. all love Garrett. We want yeah, to yeah. talk about. We him. all have Garrett testimonies. Yeah, no, Garrett is just one of those people. He's just. We all have friends that we're close to that sometimes do. Maybe this is just me. Sometimes do some <laughs> conniving stuff that, like, your friends, fr- people are human. You're, your friends are human, and sometimes they do stuff that you're like, God bless America. Why would you do that? Like, that really hurt me. Like, why would you, you know, go behind my back or, or something like that? And and you get past these things, but Garrett's just one of those people that I've never really, like, had a problem with that. Garrett's just always been, like, genuine. He's always just been true and, like, Always just been one of those friends that I knew I could like rely on, and I know he has the biggest heart out there of anybody I've met. Um, there was a point in my life where, like, you know, I was really I never diagnosed, but like, I really like dealt with some like self hatred and some depression, and and like in in that like you think like you're just a burden on all your friends and and you're just like man I I want some help and but I don't want to like reach out because I already feel like I'm a burden and I feel like if I reach out like I'm be more of a burden and like and this isn't a knock on any of my friends but like Garrett had gone through that type of thing and and he pulled me aside one day he was like look man I could just see like in your eyes like you really are struggling with this and like I've been through that and like I know exactly how you feel and like you know, I'm here if you ever need to talk, like, and it's, it's just so, like, it's, it just means so much whenever, like, somebody sits you down, and, like, you don't even have to say anything, you don't even have to ask for help, they, like, just know you so well, and they have such a big heart, and they, like, are always looking to help somebody, and care for somebody, and they just, like, 
see you struggling and they're, they're immediately there to, to pick you right up. And it, it's something that I like aspire to be. I wish I could be a better friend like Garrett. Like he just is the best friend I've ever had. And I could go on and on about how much I love Garrett. And I could go on and on about things that <coughs> piss me off that Garrett Queen does. <laughs> but he is just so the best human being I've ever met. I told on a podcast a story about Garrett. Um, it was a story about one time we were, I drove him to Walmart and we got like a frozen, or he was like buying some groceries and I had like a, a pizza box in the passion or like floorboard. And he was like, oh my God, Ben, like I can't believe you're making me put my feet on these, you know, pizza box, whatever. And I was like, I'm so sorry. So I picked up the pizza box from the, you know, the passion or floorboard, opened up my car door and set it on the ground, closed the door and drove off. And he's like, what'd you do with the pizza box? I was like, I got rid of it for you. And he's like, no, what'd you do with the pizza box? I was like, what, what do you mean? I got, you, you're complaining about it. I got rid of it. He's like, no, you can't do that. You can't just do that. Like, you have to go get it. He's like, no, like, you complained about it, and I got rid of it because it, it's not there anymore. And just before anybody uh, says anything, wink, wink, I did not litter in the Walmart parking lot, but I totally did um, just to get under Garrett's skin. And he was like, where is the pizza box? And I was like, I don't know. I guess it's in the back seat, Garrett. I don't know where it's. It's like the back seat is empty. And I was like, I don't think so. Like, where is the pizza box? <laughs> I never admitted to him that I threw it in the parking lot, but I love Garrett. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I think Josh kind of, you know, hit a point for a friend that's like a lifetime friend is someone who is inspiring. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think those people that inspire you it's really hard to let those people go. And so they end up becoming lifetime friends. Um, And for me, I can think of two. Um, One is Alex Griffin. You may not remember her because she transferred to UGA, but (laughs) I'm kidding. She left us. I'm bitter about it, but it's fine. Oh, she's fantastic human being. No, she's great. Um, And then I also think of uh, Emily Purcell. So we all know her. Yeah. Well, maybe not the listeners, but we in this yeah, room yeah, know yeah, who yeah, she yeah. is. We know who she is. Yeah, she's great as well. But um, some of the qualities I love about both of them is that, um, well, Alex, really, she was kind of the first person to ever really show me what true deep friendship was like. And I think for me, you know, once experiencing that with her my freshman year, I was like, wow, I've been missing this like the whole time. Um, and that's really cool. It's really cool to kind of discover that in someone. And, uh, she really just loved me for me and I could be really honest and really myself and completely broken and completely honest. And she would always give me her honest opinion, you know, and we were able to go deeper and push each other further, which was really cool. And same goes for Emily, but our friendship didn't come till later in college and, um, you know, it's just cool to have those friends that'll be brutally honest with you and help you grow because they want the best for you. And I think that's something that, you know, I look for and something that's a common theme in those friends that become lifetime friends. Well, we talk about that in the youth group that I work with. It's, t- it's about calling them out to lift them up mm-hmm. and not call them out to tear them down. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times, you know, people are like, I'm just being brutally honest. Like, no, nah, you're being a real jerk. You know, so yeah. it's having those friends yeah. who are, like, um, calling you out in a way of, like, let me help you with those struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing something, like, maybe it's not helpful, well, let me live life with you. Let me, you know, yeah. try to help you out, not just to do it. Okay, cool. I'm glad you point out my flaws. So 
it's good to have like Alex and Emily. Yeah. To do those things for you. Yeah. For sure. And I definitely have more, but they're just two that come. Yeah. Down. Yeah. For, and, and and I'm sure Josh has more than just you know Garrett. Yeah. You know, and I have more than whoever yeah. I know. It's just it's just an example for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think you, I think the important thing about honesty is because is um. And it sounds kind of like kindergarten that we're talking about. Just be honest with each other and, you know, meet in the middle. Well, I, I think that um, whether we like it or not, we as humans really, really like to know the way that other people perceive us and the way that other people, the things that go on in their head when they think about us. And I think that that's, you know, a little bit of a selfish character in humans, but it's in all of us. And... Um, it's just that desire to be loved and desire to be wanted. And I think the thing that, the reason that um, honesty and empathy, being able to understand each other is really important is because, you know, when I think of some of my best friends um, that aren't the people in this room, I think of like Chick-fil-A Jonathan is my friend who works Chick-fil-A corporate. We've been friends since high school. Or who are you going to talk about? Is it mine talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna talk about you, but I guess I can't now. Oh, I didn't want to. Uh, Wait, is Chick- we have, another, we have is, another good friend, Avery, and I don't want to steal Avery from you if you're gonna talk about it. No, I wasn't. Oh, sorry, Avery. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought we weren't talking about people in this room. Yeah, I'm not. I have other Wait, friends. Well, I know that. <laughs> Wait, Wait like, do you call him Chick Fil A Jonathan? Because that's what we started calling him. Like, or are you just saying I that? Just so I, start, I, I call him that a lot. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Chick Fil A Jonathan. I, I think about there. There's a lot of friends I have, and. Jonathan, who I've been friends with since high school, and Avery, who was part of our small group all through college. Um, I think one reason that um, we get along really, really well for so long, especially with Jonathan, is that I feel like Jonathan and I have always known what the other person thought about them. And that, like, you know, Jonathan and I never had really that many arguments or, you know, um, we lived together for a little bit and maybe there were some few times where we like had to like mention something or whatever, but, um, just that, un- that understanding, that empathy and that honesty, it just, it builds a lot of, um, I think that is huge in the formula of a lifetime of a person that you want in your life as long as you live is because you always want to have someone around that you know that loves you. And that's why, like, people in this room, all, all the people are Garrett and love Alex and Emily and whoever Ben's going to talk about. Um, <laughs> the mystery. Uh, you probably mystery. met him. He has red hair or maybe blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, red hair. Probably red hair. By one redhead fan. I, I, we love to be surrounded by people that there's no question that they love us, which is a little bit of selfishness because, just like I said, as humans, we just like to be... Well, I don't I don't think it's, like, necessarily selfish. I... I think whenever you're around somebody where you could be like your true self where you don't feel like you have to put on a mask or put on certain clothes and like be like this person yeah. to fit like maybe who you perceive that that person wants you to be like you just get so much rest out of like just a rat race of trying to be what everybody else wants you to be. Yeah. Well, there's a mutual thing there, you know, like where some friendships you feel like you have to work harder at whereas like I think lifetime friends, like, it's just mutual, you know. Kind right. of like you're saying, like, you just know what where you stand with them and yeah. and how they value you and you value them. I have, like, certain friends where I have to feel like I have to be a certain type of Ben and not just be Ben. 
mm-hmm. you know, they can only see a certain facet of, you know, who yeah. I am. Yeah. Um, but talking about the, the selfishness, you know, like not being selfish, you know, it sounds selfish. But if you look from a scripture standpoint of love thy neighbor, if your neighbor is loving you and then you like that, it's because it's a it's a scripturally based thing. Like you're they're doing a holy thing if you're loving thy neighbor and you're loving them and that's that mutual connection. It's not selfish, you're just doing it right. You're doing that community yep. and you're coming together and connecting. Um so I I I agree with Josh and you know, not that it's a, a debate thing, but I, I I like the points you were saying that makes me relate to that. So. Yeah. Anyways, do you have anything else about Chick-fil-A Jonathan and friendships for a lifetime? Chick-fil-A Jonathan's favorite food is bread. <laughs> Isn't it everybody's thing? Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, if you just throw out a wide net of bread, that includes so many things. Pancakes, that's a type of bread. Rice, type of bread. No, it's, it's a type not. of grain. It's, it's a, a grain. It's a grain. And what is bread? The best bread out there. It's a and, and type of grain. I might, you might bring up something that makes me change my mind. The best bread out there. Pasta. Red lobster cheddar biscuits. <laughs> oh my gosh, those things are so They're good. They're super easy to make if you get the red lobster cheddar biscuit mix, mix. <laughs> from the grocery store. Yeah. And I don't know why more places don't like make cheddar biscuits to put like chicken biscuits on. You know, how good would that be? Oh, you know I've never even Maybe they have a patent, like a patent, you know, on cheddar biscuits. <laughs> oh, they might. I don't know. What did you want to add, Ben? Did you want to throw anything in there? Um... Well, I was thinking about uh, friendships for a lifetime. Uh, uh, Will Helms, who's been on the podcast before a couple times, I've known him since I was in middle school. And um, we have a group of friends. It's like Trey, Thomas, Jordan, uh, Aaron, Patrick, myself. Trey has red hair. Trey has red hair. Trey's a redhead. Jordan There's Tech, the grad. redhead we've been looking for. Yeah, Trey just Snapchat me during this podcast. So, But anyways, so that group of friends, and I'll, I'll single out Will just for this example of being lifetime friends is someone who I've had a huge fight with um, where we weren't friends for a little while or, you know, the friendship was frozen. We had a um, we had a lot of disagreements. Oh, my God. What are y'all doing over there? It's distracting, right? Yeah, it's very distracting. Winston's Cut kicking out, the table. Marissa. Winston is kicking the table. That's <laughs> it. Tell me what to you. do. Oh, wow. God, I hate you so much. I yeah, we're talking about friendship Lifelong here. friends Calm over down. here. Winston and Josh. You do look, you do look way shorter when he does that. <laughs> yeah, I know, because you knocked down my chair. Ben, please continue. Winston, grow the heck up. Josh, you know, it, it reminds me it's of like... It's wild how much you love being 13 years old. <laughs> it reminds me. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> it reminds me of like the cover of the I Twins, love you, Josh. of like Danny DeVito and like the tall Schwarzenegger because it's like. <laughs> I'm oh, really man. happy to be here, guys. I'm so excited. You know, we, we don't have to talk about Friends. We talk about the TV show Friends, the TV show Friends, because that's what we are right now. This is a typical Ross, Joey. Mm. Who am I? Rachel. Phoebe? Are you serious? Rachel. Rachel? Monica? Monica. Why would you want to be Monica? <laughs> she is Are a, you want Marissa to be Monica? Is a clean freak. Okay. Marissa is a clean freak. Well, I'm, yes, I Are like you? the house to be a little bit cleaner. I grew up in a very strict home when it came to cleanliness. Did you so, walk to my house and go, this is not clean enough? Um, No, I don't have those thoughts. However, my mother might. Okay, okay. Love her. She loves people. Don't but all mothers love my mother? <laughs> my mother, like no, Monica's I, mother. I think Monica is so funny. She what? she's hilarious. She, okay, all right, all right. She's the, the the character on the show that sets it up for the other characters to be hilarious. 
rank the rank the characters. She's the Gary. Rank the characters. You know? Ben, go rank your favorite character. Uh, Chandler, number one, always. Rachel, because she's gorgeous to look at. Three, Joey, for sure. Four, Phoebe. Five, Monica. Six, Ross. The Gellers are last. Done. Oh, I'm so, Don't make me go. Notice. Rank them. Rank them. Okay. I'll rank them. You don't okay, even know okay. Okay. Paul Rudd's okay. number one. Monica, number one. <laughs> Chandler, number two. Hey. Phoebe, number three. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a tie between Joey and Rachel that's next, and I know that Ross is my last one because he's so annoying. We agree on that. So there you go. I'll take that. Mm. I mean, he has some funny moments. I can appreciate him for that. But I, he's also so <laughs> annoying. I'll, I'll, I'll come in and say it. Ross, one of the most annoying. Also, in my opinion, one of the funniest. If I'm going all around favorite characters, here we go. Joey, Chandler, Ross. All men. Wow. Men Sorry. are the first ones. <laughs> uh, Rachel, Phoebe to me is really Phoebe. Honestly, funny, really selfish, and sometimes You're... a lot of her one-liners are not sympathetic and caring towards the rest of the characters. Monica last. Phoebe's a loner. <laughs> Joey, Rachel, Phoebe, Monica, Chandler, Ross. Wait, you think you don't like Chandler? He's, He's never... uh, so annoying. Like towards the end of the se- series, like he gets a little bit better and his humor grows on me, but like. Beginning of it, he's just so whiny. He's like, could I wonder what would the psychological study be about, like, you, you know, well, who's you know, most annoying to you versus who your favorite is? Did you know Malcolm Gladwell just released a new book? Um, and it's about uh, Malcolm Gladwell wrote Dating Goliath, Tipping Point. Um, he's an author. I've heard Anyways, of this. I'm fantastic. Uh, he has a podcast called Revisionist History. It's um, a sister channel of ours. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, check out our we're on the same <laughs> channel as Joe Rogan. It's, yeah, yeah. We kind of go in together. Go ahead and check out. Uh, we are sponsored by uh, National Public Radio, NPR. Uh, might as well just call me Benjamin Rogan. How um, illegal is this to start just dropping names like that? Like, Well, we're fine. They don't have copyrights on the name of things. Yeah. Walmart? That's actually, not. I don't know. Man, why I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they do it. But, anyways, uh, he has a, a thing. He talks about how people uh, make split second judgments on people and, like, we don't really know them, but we think we know how to read people. And he talked about an episode of Friends. If, like, if you mute the episode, you, for the most part, can tell what happens because everything they do, if, like, Phoebe gets, like, you know, you know, excited about something. Her eyebrows are, her eyes are, uh, and she's like, her arms are flailing, like, what? This is exciting. You know, but you can read it because they overcharacterize their emotions. You know, like when they're mad, you know, Joe's like, meh, 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 and like storms off. And how we think, like, that's the best group of friends. It's the most popular show. But when you actually talk to real humans, it doesn't carry over. Winston yeah, doesn't yeah. go, wah, 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 you know, every time he's, you know, sad or something. Uh, <laughs> hey, here's the real noise. So, anyways, I thought that was interesting. Josh, are you kidding? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't even. I don't know. Go ahead, Ben. Thanks for the inside jokes there, Winston. Forward, <laughs> onward, onward. Um, Pivot. All right. Speaking Pivot. of lifelong friends, here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Speaking of lifelong friends, here. Here's a little um, quick activity. Because I'm sure we're running out of time. So we, um, we got about ten minutes. Great. This is one of my favorite. Josh and I have been doing this a lot with friends recently. Um, okay, I'll ask you first, Ben. Let's pret- let's say this that, is a great game. <laughs> let's say that 
Josh is a clone of me. Okay. He has his brain. I have my brain, but we look identical. What would you ask us to figure out who the real Winston is? I so you so look, you would have to ask look, us a question. You look identical, but one of them's actual Winston, one of them's Josh, but Winston's body. Yep, clone of me. So you, uh, it has to be a question that you know the answer to, so you can verify um, who the real clone is. I'd ask you what your middle name is. Okay, he know what's his the, name? Winston. Oh, great! You didn't figure out who the clone was. Really oh, who's question. the first name? Patrick. Ah, <laughs> uh, dang! I've okay. lived with this dude for three years. You think I don't know his full name? <laughs> I don't know. I All right, here's a good example. I was hoping we'll, it'd be simple like that. You know, like you didn't know. We'll say Josh is a clone of you, Ben. Wait, wait! I know what question I would ask. Okay, Marissa, what would you ask if? Josh, we're a clone of me. And we can all go around and do all the different scenarios. But here. the question I would ask would be like, what is your reasoning for why you converted to Catholicism? <laughs> I'm saying that because I know that Josh would give some sort of I can tell you my answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the difference between Ben and Winston with that question. For sure. Careful, Josh. <laughs> Oh, actually, me and Winston, like, legitimately had a serious yeah, conversation. I'm sure he, he probably could. All right, so, like, if if um, Ben were a clone of Marissa, and I was trying to figure out who the real Marissa was, I would ask the question to the two of you, okay. where did Marissa Moore and Winston Hunter meet for the first time? Ooh, that's oh, a good that's one. That's easy. Where? Yeah, what is it? Why are you telling it? How do you no, know, how do you know no, you're you the real one? No, you have to answer it. I don't know can you're do the it? real Marissa. I can tell the real story if you answer yours. Y'all met in Chow? No. Ah, damn. Okay. He hit me in the face with a volleyball at a volleyball game. <laughs> I thought he was a jerk. I knew that. Uh, <laughs> he is a jerk. I didn't know that. Funny, though. He's one of my best friends. Oh, funny, uh, though. Funny, though. Uh, how could you tell the difference between Josh and Winston? We never really answered that one. What question would you ask, Marissa? Hmm. I guess I have to change my question, then. Yeah, let's, just, let's just pick... We'll, we'll do a new... Let's say... Josh is a clone of Ben, and I'm going to ask the two of you a question to figure out who the real Ben is. Okay. Who the real Ben is, all right. Who the real Ben is. I would ask the question, only, only the real Ben would know. I, I have a question. Oh, what Winston and Ben and Avery Ross saw a Need to Breathe concert one time. Where did they see this concert? Clemson University. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I have a question. Also, I, I was thinking about that. And I was like, "What?" I was gonna say, "What song did we listen to on the way back and scream the words to?" But I didn't know if you could remember that. Here's a question: that between Winston and Josh, who's the real Winston, is what happened right before we went to the beach in Galveston, Texas? I have no clue. I wasn't on that trip. <laughs> we were sitting there. <laughs> In a parallel parking spot on the side of a street, and the car in front of us just started backing up and backed right into Ben's car. <laughs> right into my car. No. The, the worst part was I was in like two spaces away from him, or maybe three spaces, and Adrian went from like, dude, just park up one more space. Like, that way it's easier for other people to get there. And I was like, well, I'm in the space. Like, it's good. And like, no, no, pull up. So I pull up a space and then park. And while we're in the car, the truck just goes beep, beep, beep. And I blindside Avery, like, you know, like the movie Blindside, where he sticks the arm out to save the little kid, and, like, freak out, and boom, hits us. Luckily, there was none. You no, didn't stick your arm out. I absolutely did. I stayed The guy was moving one mile an hour. You didn't stick your arm out. Well, it hit my car, so. We well, kind of just sat there for a while. save Avery? You weren't moving. I just, it was my natural act. I'm a hero. 
my natural reaction yeah, was Michael to Michael Orr over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 So, so now I know who the real Winston is versus the non-real Winston. Boom. <laughs> All right, let's pick another. Easy. Let's pick another. That was pair. easy. All right, if if Winston was a clone of Ben, I hold on, I'm, I'm messing this up. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. If Winston was a clone of Ben, you'd have to ask me a question that only you wants to know. <laughs> right. Wait, who yeah. are you? Are I'm, you tr- if I'm a clone of Ben, then we're asking a question only the real Ben would know. Yeah, okay. Oh. Okay, all right. So if Winston was a clone of Ben, all right. what I would ask you. Try this game with your lifelong friends, people. Yeah, for real. Uh, this is intense. It's, and when it's hard, too, because we have multiple... This is a little PG-13. This was an accident. Where, <laughs> <laughs> where did Ben and I lock yes! lips for the first time? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Who's the clone? I'm the Wait, clone? I You're think the clone. it was Delonica, Georgia, McDonald's. God damn it. Yes. We got each other. We got each other, Josh. Josh and I know each other too. Well, backstory to that. We know all the stories. I was totally there. I was there. Whenever. Were you? Yes, I saw it. Yeah, I think Marissa was there. Whenever I was a freshman, me and Ben was an RA. A bunch of the RAs went up to McDonald's. I went with like my RA because we were pretty cool with each other. And I like walked by and Ben was sitting in the booth and I like just tap Ben on the back of his head and like knocked him in the back of his head just like messing with him and he jumps up he says Josh if you do that again I would run over there and kiss you right this second I was like well do it and so we run and we're going to fake like kiss just no, like, we've done this before though haven't like at like Wesley chicken. where we would get like really close to each other but never actually did it yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, it was like a game we just like, like just really close to each other yeah Anyways. and he said yeah. if you do that again then we're gonna we'll come over there and kiss you and it was like do it, and so we ran and like just fate, yeah. Like brought Schmidt us together. Hey, you want to hear an interesting fact right now? Yeah. There's four of us in this room, excluding me. There's three of y'all. I've kissed two of the three of y'all. There you go. Boom. Oh my gosh, Boom. that's hilarious. Drop the mic. Let's make it everybody. And we'll let's leave make the it listeners. Okay. Well, listen. <laughs> I probably should cut that out. No, that's hilarious. I mean, it was it was funny. You know, I Josh and I kissing at McDonald's was funny. That was funny, but also it was funny when we kissed. Oh. Wasn't it in a hot tub? Wait, what? We kissed? I was talking about Winston. <laughs> well, I then heard, you I kissed heard, all freaking three of us. When did we kiss? In the hot tub. I had never kissed anyone just to kiss someone, and they were like, do it. So Wait, I'm your very first kiss? No. <laughs> never kiss anyone no. just to kiss someone. Like, just oh. to kiss someone. Like, no, like, <laughs> just like, for the heck of it. Don't put that pressure you know, on two me. two people no. kiss in McDonald's. Kiss tubs. Winston? No, I was just okay, kidding. Okay, I just wanted okay, you to talk okay. more about us kissing, so. That's fine. Uh, makes my uh, self-esteem go higher. Let's all the lady listeners that you have to lock this down while you still can, even though I got a girlfriend. The so. window's closed. What? All you the, have a you, girlfriend? Ben's well, cutting I don't all of this out, so just about start about saying what you want now. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> this is not going to air. But listen, I will say this, though. I appreciate y'all coming on today's podcast. I really do. This was fun. This was, yeah, Thanks this for was having insane. us. Yeah, this was a great time. Especially. Closing remarks? Closing remarks. I always end the episode. This is actually true. I end every episode with a piece of advice. We, we didn't do that. Like, well, yeah, because the other episode was kind of crazy. Um, every episode, I end up with a piece of advice that you want to give the listeners, whatever. It could be something that you recently, something you live life by, just a piece of wisdom or advice. Um, I think for me, it's not more recent. It was something that kind of hit me in college and it inspired a lot of what I've done since then. And um, it's just like every person knows something that you don't learn from them. And for me, that's changed my interactions with people, whether it's an everyday thing, someone who's checking 
me out as I'm like leaving the coffee shop or something like that, you know, just um, kind of being intentional. Who's at that coffee shop? Uh, (laughs) Every person you meet knows something that you don't learn from them. Coffee shop breaking necks. Know something you don't learn from them. Okay. Yeah. A lot of of whiplash in uh, the Starbucks. (laughs) Starbs. Well, it gives meaning to every interaction that you have. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. I was just, I was a little tongue twister there. What about you, McKeever? Um, something that's hit me. This is just like completely random, but something that's been heavy on my heart. It's just like, uh, I'm very much into music and going to live shows and seeing bands. And and recently, two of my favorite artists have passed away uh, due to the Almond Brothers. No, that's uh, terrible. That's too. Um, due to. Uh, they took their own lives, and it's really sad. Oh. And and it, uh, uh, Jeff Austin used to play with the Yonder Mountain String Band and John, Jeff Austin Band. Marissa, we saw them that time. Yes, uh, we went in Athens. Um, and then uh, Neil Cassell uh, played with Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Chris Robinson's Black Crows uh, played with this band called Hardworking Americans. And something I would say is just if you like music, it, it if you don't have somebody to go to a concert with, just go by yourself. Like that's you know. The type of music I like, not a lot of people that I'm friends with share the same interests as I do. And, and so I missed out on a lot of stuff because I was like, oh, I don't want to go by myself. It'll be weird or awkward. or um, And, you know, there are a few shows that these guys played and I just didn't go because I didn't have anybody to go with. And, like, just if you love something, if, if that's a passion of yours, just do it. Like, forget waiting around for somebody else to make you not – Make make you feel comfortable doing something. Just get out of your comfort zone and just do something that you love. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah, good. don't wait on other people to live your life. Mm-hmm. Marissa knows mm-hmm. all about that. Mm. What? Um, all right, Winston, what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> just go pick out a sandwich at Arby's and eat it. Like it's gonna I be good. I don't like Arby's. It's gonna be good. You don't like Disgusting. Arby's? They have the meats. Go pick out Disgusting a sandwich. Meats. There's probably a sandwich Ugh. that you haven't had that is good. I just haven't had any of their the sandwiches. Fries. Wait, well, you, you had zero sandwiches and you're passing one hundred. And I don't like it. The I chicken sandwich. Roast beef. When you were four years have old, have you had the chicken sandwich? No, Chick- I don't want any of their sandwiches. Dude. Wow. They're not listening to my advice. I listen to your advice. Wow. What about you? What about the curly fries though? Curly fries. They are good. What about the mozzarella sticks? Never had them. You know what I appreciate about Arby's? What's that? Is the fact that they appreciate a very underrated condiment, and that is horseradish. Oh, my (laughs) God. I love horseradish. Let's go. Let's preach it, baby. Let's preach it. Those cow beats, that horseradish. I love it. That's awesome. And they had the bell, too. So it's like they want to know what you feel about them. And you just ring that bell when you walk out. Except for Marissa, who's never eaten there before, but has 100% judgment on it. All right, sorry. Um, so that would be my advice is don't pass 100% judgment <laughs> <laughs> when you have it. I'm just kidding. I love Arby's. Sorry. Uh, no, my piece of advice, uh, uh, when trying and failing isn't failing. Failing to try is. So get out there, folks, and try to make some really good friendships and get out there. And maybe it's for a reason. Maybe it's for a season. Maybe it's for a lifetime. But go out there. Have, put yourself out there. Put your heart out there. Make genuine connections with people because that's what community is all about. Realize, realize, realize. Um, thank you all so much for being on today's episode. This is the GWB Podcast. Thank you all so much. Don't forget, 
Subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify and Podbean. We'd love it and uh, the support. We have five-star ratings. That would be super awesome if you can drop one of those. Write us a review. It helps the channel out get noticed bigger and bigger. Follow us on Instagram at the Great Little Buffalo Podcast. And don't forget we have merch. We have Comfort Color t-shirts, green and red, for sale. They support the podcast and all the stuff that we need. We love you. Thank you for joining the herd. And we'll catch you next time on GWB.